Welcome to Motherhood in Hollywood, episode 92. I'm Heather Brooker. My guest today is Jessica Hall. She is a former Playboy Playmate, and she's also an actress, a TV host, and you guessed it, a mom. We're going to talk to her in just a few minutes. But first, I want to tell you guys about Up4 Probiotics. Now, you've heard me talking about Up4 for quite some time now, and if you haven't tried it by now, what are you doing? Get out there. Try it. It's available in your local Target store. You could pick it up along with your orange juice and your late night run for pantyhose. Whatever you need, you can pick it up at Target. You can also get it online at motherhoodandhollywood.com. Click on the Up4 Probiotics image. That will take you right to their website where you can find out more about their Kids Cubes formula, their women's formula, the adult formula. They even have a sport formula and they have a heart health formula. Check out Up4 Probiotics to find out how you can start creating a happier inside. Hello, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hi, guys. How's your week going? Good, I hope. Um, I've been having a sort of strange week in that I've been like fighting a cold since we got back from our trip to London. And um, it seems like every time I start to talk or move briskly in any way, I'll start having like massive coughing fits. Um, I think it was still happening in the last show. But anyway, I'm still fighting it. I don't know what's going on. Allergies. People keep saying go to the doctor, but it's like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> so, and then I'm like, I don't have time to be sick. It's a mess. I'm a mess, basically, is what I'm saying. Um, Hi. How are you? Some uh, good things have been happening this week. Check me out on the Atomic Moms podcast that's coming out this week. Uh, my good friend Ellie Noss invited me to come and be on her show, and we had such a good time. It got The discussion got a little serious at times, but then it also was pretty funny and, and um, goofy as we girls tend to be when we get together. But check that out if you haven't heard of the Atomic Moms podcast. Check out my episode this week and give Ellie's show some love for me. Um, and what else did I want to talk to you about? Oh, can we talk for a second about um, what's happening right now in Los Angeles? This is pilot season. This is the time of year. You know, some people say pilot season ex- doesn't exist anymore, but I believe that it does. This is the time of year when all of the new TV shows are being um bought by networks and the pilots are being made and then they go to the networks and studios and they screen them and they determine whether or not they want to buy that property and put it on um, their fall schedule for their new fall shows or maybe a mid-season replacement you know whatever they find out if they have a place for it in their lineup and this is the time of year where I always hear you know about actors um you know, getting crazy amounts of auditions, going to, uh, having screen tests, doing like a, you know, um, uh, like, a, not likability test, a charisma test. Oh, I forget what it's called, but anyway, um, and they're always out working and they're just so busy and, oh, I'm up for this pilot and that pilot. I have not been doing anything. I'm not, I haven't been auditioning. I haven't, I mean, I don't know what is going on in my acting career. And this is something I've been struggling a lot with is it's because, you know, that's my ultimate goal. Like I want to be, and I want to be a working actor, um, more regularly working actor. And 
it seems so elusive every year when I think this is it, this is going to be the year, this is where all my hard work is going to finally pay off. And this is where making all of these connections and networking and stuff, you know, is finally going to come in handy. And yet I sit here again during a, a pilot season wondering where are the, where are the parts for me? Where are the auditions for me? And I don't know where to begin to find out. I feel very lost. I feel the actors go through a lot of insecurities. This is a a business that makes you crazy bananas with insecurity. And right now is a major time of insecurity for me because although motherhood in Hollywood is doing really well and I'm so proud of it and grateful for all the support everyone's giving, I'm frustrated as an actor. Um, I'm frustrated creatively. I want to be back on stage. I want to be making people laugh. Um, you know, I want to be flexing that muscle that I have and it's, and it's very frustrating to me. So, um, yeah, I mean, I know there's a lot of actors that probably feel that same way. And honestly, maybe, you know, there's people who are listening who are not actors and you just feel that way in your career. Like you feel like we're, I feel like I'm dog paddling. You know what I mean? Like you're, I'm just sort of, I'm making little strides, but I'm not really going anywhere. It's very slow going. Um. So anyway, that's my rant for the moment. I'm sorry, guys. I just, it's something that's been on my mind lately and it's been bugging me and frustrating me. And I, uh, it, as weird as it sounds, it feels very cathartic to just sort of go uh, and let it all out to the three of you that are listening. Um, <laughs> okay. It's more like 30, but whatever. Okay. So, um, really quickly, I don't think we did mom mentions last week or maybe I did. I don't know. Um, I was also sick last week, but really quickly over on Twitter at Heather Brooker. If you're not following my personal account at Heather Brooker, please do, because I'm starting to tweet there more and more. Um, I want to say hello to, uh, at Pete Wilgerin at Wilgerin. Hi. Um, Pete is very big, uh, big deal in the, uh, LA news market. So I'm so glad he's following me. I also want to say hello to Felicia Gates, um, Helen B. Greener, and also um, James Michael Sama. Thank you guys for finding me over on Twitter. I appreciate you. If you haven't found me yet over on Instagram, you're one of like uh, the very few who haven't because I'm a big deal over there. Um, go to uh, search Motherhood in Hollywood on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, that's where I share a lot of my life and what's happening with me and my family. And um, every week on Thursday, we do a Facebook Live where I do giveaways and we talk about hot topics that are happening in the entertainment business. So would love for you to join me there on uh, the Facebook. Also, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. If you're like, mm, I don't know if I should leave a review, you should just stop questioning and doubting it. You should leave a review and be like, this BZ is the bomb. Ah, see, don't you feel better for letting that out? Okay. So my guest today is the beautiful Jessica Hall. She, uh, you might know her from, um, she's on WeTV's Kendra on top. One of her best friends is Kendra Wilkinson basket. And, um, they've been best friends for a really long time since back in the days, um, when they were both in the Playboy universe together, uh, the Playboy world, if you will. And uh, Jessica was very honest and open and really um, lovely to talk to about her experiences with uh, being in Playboy and how it changed her life and her career. And uh, she's also been a TV host. She's an actress and um, she's a mom. And now she's going to be a mom for the second time. So she's pregnant right now. And we talk a little bit about that as well and her expectations and um, what it means for somebody who is so 
beautiful and has a career that um, centers around, you know, um, being a sort of a sexual, vibrant kind of being and then to associate that with motherhood. I'm always curious to know how moms handle that, you know, because sometimes people don't think moms are sexy, which is rude because we are. Can I get a what, what? All right, you guys. So I'm going to go take some Claritin and I'm going to let you listen to my interview with Jessica Hall. I have to say, I was so excited to meet you because of our mutual friends, Aaron and Vina. Um, They've said such nice things about you, and it was so lovely to meet you at, I think it was Aaron's birthday lunch a while back. Yes, it was. And I was actually sitting there when, you know, everyone's having cocktails, secretly not telling anyone, but, you know, I am expecting my second child. Yay, congratulations. That's so exciting. I'm I'm almost 17 weeks. Oh, my gosh. And you just announced it on your Instagram, didn't you? Yeah, you know what? Actually, Us Weekly uh, ran it in online and in their magazine. So I was like, huh, you know what? Maybe it's a good time to post on my personal Instagram. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I should um, confirm the rumors of what they're saying. Right? Or I'm just like this fat ass that no one really <laughs> <laughs> understands if it's a baby or if it's, um, you know. Now, this is this is baby number two for you, right? It is, yes. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I have a daughter right now, Sophie, who is 22 months old, mm-hmm. and I am currently pregnant at, yeah, 17 weeks. And is it another girl? You know, I don't know yet. I just did the blood work, so I have an appointment tomorrow. And instead of hearing over the phone, like, my husband and I are both going to go in to find out together. You know, we're still, we're still, you know, I, I hear, you know, the first baby, we tried, everything was perfect. We tried so hard. I mean, I feel so bad for the second baby already because I forget I'm pregnant half the time. I'm chasing my toddler. <laughs> I did the work so much later than I should have, you know, but I'm like, well, you can't really change, you know, what you're going to have. Right. So yeah, it is what it is at this point. It is what it is. Um, I've heard that too about second time moms that you sort of get into, you know, your zone because you're so focused on the one that's already there <laughs> and you just sort yeah. of kind of, you know, and then when, when your second baby comes, you, you've already been there, done that. And it sort of becomes like a reflex, like, oh yeah, this is what happens when they wake up every hour, every two hours, you know, and you just kind of get through it. All I keep thinking about is like my boobs. again. And as much as, you know, I, you know, I would see these pictures of these women, you know, breastfeeding their hairs blowing in the wind. It looks like such a beautiful experience. I had mastitis twice. I had clogged milk ducts. I was producing milk like it was going out of style. And everyone's like, you're so blessed. And I'm like, no, no, no. Listen, you know, when I'm sitting here walking through a grocery store and I'm leaking at, you know, after nine months of doing it and it was just, it controlled my life. It was so much and I know the benefits of it, you know, so that's why I kept at it. But that, I mean, I think women don't really say how much hard work it actually is. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That was something I didn't know either when um, I had my daughter. I didn't know just how painful and how challenging breastfeeding was going to be. Nobody kind of, nobody in my world had had kids, you know, so nobody told you know, told yeah. me. And my mom, of course, lies because she wanted me to have a baby. She was like, no, it's lovely and beautiful and wonderful. And I'm like, mom, you left out some very critical information, but it's also horribly painful. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. My mom's the type like, I gave it to you. You know, I breastfed for three weeks. That's good enough. And you guys are fine. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I hear that one more time that we're (laughs) fine. I had whiskey when I was pregnant with you and you turned out fine. And I'm like, that's questionable. (laughs) 
That's awesome. Yeah. Your mom's like Mad Men style, like smoking and drinking, like you're fine. Keep moving. <laughs> no joke. And yeah. Like, yeah. So, yep. Yep. So, you know, things, things, you know, we evolve and, you know, we're learning more. And- right. Oh, I love that. Well, I'm so excited for you. What a, what a fun time you're expanding your family and you, um, are also a very busy lady. I was, when I was reading more about, um, your career and everything that you've been doing, um, I want to talk about the Playboy stuff because I have questions about that, but I also want to go back even a little further and talk about, um, uh, where you actually got your start in uh, the business? Did you want to be a TV host? Were you more leaning towards acting and performing? And what was your driving force and where'd you start? You know, I was uh, 19 in college and I went to this big opening like cattle call, open cat. I don't even know the words for cattle it anymore. Call, yeah. It was just cattle call. Yeah. yeah. And it was for this new MTV show. And I always did like, you know, I hosted all the pep rallies and the school assemblies and I was the president of my high school and I just always love just, you know, speaking and talking. And so my girlfriend's like, you should come with me. I saw this thing online or I don't think online because I don't think we're that evolved yet. I think it was like <laughs> literally in the paper or some, something. And so we did like, you know, a ditch day from school and I'm only a freshman in college at the time. And I went to this huge, like, open call for this MTV show called Burned, and this was in 2003. Mm-hmm. And I ended up, you know, went to a couple callbacks, and I booked it. That's and amazing. it was, I was on set for two and a half months every day. It was like a prank show where I hosted, but also did the pranks. And I mean, I had so, so much fun. And so I was like, great, that's great. I'm famous. I get to do this. <laughs> is, is this easy? No. Uh. Let me just tell you, I spent all my money so fast. Oh, no. That I have to get a waitressing job because I already dropped out of college to do the show. And I was like, oh, my God, it's not as easy as I thought. So I struggled pretty bad for a, a, good, a good year and a half to where my mom's like, no, you chose. You know, my parents, you know, they had money, but they would never help out. They're like, absolutely not. You dropped out of college. You, you know, you wanted to pursue this. And, you know, the, I, and I appreciate it now that I'm older. Yeah, I was going to say, I, what do you think about that now and now that you have kids or – I'm sure at the time it was frustrating, like, oh, my God, just give me some money and help me out. Yes, and it really was. You know, I, I worked at a tanning salon during the day. I worked at a restaurant at night. I'm 20 years old, and I was just like, this can't be it. So I, I started taking college classes. I ended up getting my associates, and then I um, I uh, was out at lunch one day right on Sunset Boulevard, and there, <laughs> there was a scout for Playboy. And I blame my parents for me for doing Playboy. Oh, really? <laughs> no, oh, my gosh. No, I'm kind of joking. Meaning that this opportunity kind of came about. And when the guy first approached me, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't do Playboy. What are you talking about? I even lost my virginity at this point. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way. I cannot do this. And going up there and just, like, learning that there's just so much more to Playboy than I think a lot of people, you know, just kind of look at it like, oh, it's just naked women and this and that. But it's like, no, actually – you know, this magazine started out in like in 1952. Marilyn Monroe was like the first one to do it. And, you know, there's so much opportunity that involves if you want after posting for Playboy, you know, if they have Playboy TV, Playboy Radio, that's on Sirius XM. They had, um, you know, tons of bunny work, just work. And I go, can I do this? Can I do this? And I, I asked myself like numerous times if this is something for me. And at the time, like, you know, you kind of just, it's not, I don't want to say I didn't think, but I was like, you know what, I don't want any regrets, whatever, you know, I'm going to do this. And it was the most nerve wracking two days of my life when I shot for Playboy. 
I was so, I mean, I felt so many emotions, like, is this right? Is this wrong? Is this the, and I have to tell you now, cut to what, 12, 14 years later, like it was, it led me to exactly where I am today. I think working for Hef was one of the best things I've ever done. My best friend in the entire world has come from that, you know, playboy world, Kendra. And I just, I, I can't, you can't live with regrets. And I'm, I'm telling you when I'm 65, I'm going to take my centerfold and, and print it on a shirt and wear it. <laughs> I'm like, I was hot. I don't care. It's nice to look back at those photos and they're very classy. Mm-hmm. Well done. You know, and I, it's funny still on my social media or this, it's, um, you know, I have people that will, you know, put two and two together, meaning, you know, it was like 13, 14 years. I can't even think how long ago it was, but it, I mean, it was a long time ago, but people would be like, aren't you, how are you going to explain to your daughter what you did? Or yeah. how did you have a baby? You, you post for Playboy. I'm like, um, I'm still a person. <laughs> I'm still a like human person. I'm like, <laughs> it makes sense. And I'm like, oh, you've never done anything in your life that you're kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. at least I got paid for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I do always wonder that about women who are so like, listen, I'm going to be honest. I am asking these questions mostly because I'm jealous and I wish I had the body confidence and the body to pose for a playboy, but they never asked me. So, uh, F those guys. So, well, you know, I think when you're 20, you, you kind <laughs> it's of have, different. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not so necessarily the confidence, but everything, everyone has a body at 20. Right. Know? Exactly. Oh my God. It's before I totally saggy, light, saggy boobs come in handy. You know, <laughs> now I have mom boobs and a total mom, butt. Oh my gosh, with but, you. Uh, no, I wonder that. And I wonder like, you know, I wish I had the confidence to be able to do something like that. Uh, and I wonder like for, for you, and I, and I know you said people ask you this, um, is it something that you ever do think, oh, my daughter's going to see this one day. And how will you address that with her? Will you be like, you know what, this is something mom did and I'm proud of it and I'm confident with it. Or, you know, I'm sure you've thought about it a little bit. You know, I have, but I'm not going to say I thought about it too much mm-hmm. because, I mean, the brand, as much as I, I it's an iconic brand, it's, you know, and people are going to know about it. But when she's old enough, it's kind of kind of be history. Yeah. Meaning, you know, um, you know, Hefs is going to be, I think, 94, 95 in April. Oh, and, wow. you know, it's just the brand is kind of, you know, it's not as big as it used to be. And I know that when she she's going to probably not even know exactly what Playboy is, but I'm I'm going to be very proud to tell her, you know, I'm going to tell her that. I lived in a day and age where, yeah, I posed for Playboy, our, you know, first lady of the United States. <laughs> she actually even got nude, you know, <laughs> like, you know what, let's just look at the bright side of, you know, then join the sex tape club with Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but no, it's, it's definitely something like, I don't know how, because, you know, people ask me, would you want your daughter to do something like, you know, that? And the answer, no, I really wouldn't. Yeah. But, you know, in the end, it's, it's kind of, you know, it, it's her choice and, but I also want to educate her about it because, you know, when I'm sitting here at 20 years old and when I did it, I'm, you know, all I could think about was I'm broke. Um, and this is such a, I, I love the magazine. I love everything Hef stands for and what Playboy stands for. And then I was like, what if this opportunity never comes back? And I, I had so many ifs, buts. I didn't know what to do at the time. And if, if I think I would have thought about it longer, no, I still would have did it. Actually, I still would have did it. So I would just explain to her, you know, that this is something I thought about. This is something, you know, that, you know, this was okay for me at the time. And if something came up, like, luckily Playboy won't be around when she, if she ever wants to, you know. 
All right, so we're going to find out what Jessica means by that in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about Up4 Probiotics. If you've been looking for a way to give your digestive system and immune system some extra support, you want to check out Up4 Probiotics. They have a trademarked super strain that is found in all their formulations. In particular, they have a heart health formula. If you're looking for a way to support healthy cholesterol levels, check out Up4 Probiotics Heart Health. You can find Up4 in your local Target store, and you can find it online at up4probiotics.com. Up4 Probiotics has been creating a happier inside since 1979. You don't think Playboy will just continue on and on forever, or do you think it will sort of disappear? You know, when M when Hef passes away. Well, it's already changed so much. You know, they yeah. took the nudity out of the magazine last year. Oh, I and, didn't know that. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's changed a lot. There's a lot of new owners, a lot of new. You know, it's it's just it's different now. So what I, is Playboy I mean, without the naked pictures? Hey, that's what I say. But they want to make it more Maxim <laughs> style. Yeah. So you know, it's. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So I guess, yeah, I will definitely have to sit down and talk to her. Maybe I'll make her dad do it. But, you know, <laughs> if I have a boy, that's going to be weird. Um. Yeah. Because his, you know, his guy friends are going to be like, um, is this your mom? <laughs> damn internet. <laughs> I know. Damn the internet. It's a blessing and a curse. Um, yeah. I love what you said, too, about, um, you know, your friendships that you have come out of this opportunity with Playboy and that you've created. And what's interesting to me is, you know, um, Kendra, who you said is your best friend, was also in Playboy. Uh, and you guys have sort of transcended that you know and gone beyond it and now you're like family women you know you're moms yeah. and you're going to play dates and you're you're doing things that most people don't associate with what a playboy you know our playmate um would do and I think that's really interesting and I think that's also a testament to social media and to the uh, entertainment business we live in now is that you don't have, there's not, I don't think as much of a stigma or shame associated with that type of thing anymore. Do you think so? Yeah. You, you, no, because there's so many girls that have, um, you know, this is something you kind of do in your younger years. Mm-hmm. I mean, they kind of only want you in your younger years. Right, but right. It's, you know, we all we're all the same, you know, we all, you know, we're not defined about what we did or, you know, mm-hmm. what our job was at the time or this. I mean, we're all, we all want to, you know, have that normal life and, you know, be mothers, be wives, you know, be friends and just succeed. You know, we're not these type that, all right, well, we're done, you know, we're moms now, so we're not going to continue on or we're not going to still say that we can be sexy. Right. You know, and Kendra really stands for that. She's that's very much thing like... thing, too, is that a lot of people think that moms can't be sexy anymore. Like, oh, you're a mom, so therefore you lose any sort of sex appeal or, you know what I mean? Oh, I get that all the time. Or if I get, <clears throat> even if I'm out at happy hour and I post a photo being like, you know, I mean, it's a blessing or curse, like you said, with, you know, social media and stuff like that, because... It, it, it opens you up to the public and, you know, for a lot of judgment as well. Oh, sure. And I can yeah. even go to happy hours. I mean, most of the people that follow me are fantastic moms and I really, really appreciate like the love and the support. But then it sucks that sometimes you do focus on those little negative ones that are wow. like, you shouldn't be drinking. Are you done breastfeeding? And it's like, oh, my gosh, who are you? Oh, my God. Mind your own business. I know that is that is something I wonder about with, you know, with celebrity moms. And I talk to a lot of celebrity moms on the show. And I'm always curious to know how you balance your 
celebrity persona. I mean, because, you know, social media is is um, a necessary evil in our business now. It just is. Anybody who is not involved in social media is going to get left in the dust. Um, so you have to be on it and you have to constantly be like, here's what I'm doing and here's my life and sharing your world. But then by doing that, you open yourself up to so much scrutiny. Uh, and I wonder like, is that, has that been a challenge for you? Do you worry like, oh my gosh, people are going to judge my daughter and my family choices and, and that sort of thing. You know, I will say that I've been, I've been pretty blessed with some really good followers. Like I would say it's rare when I do get something that I'm just kind of shocked by. Yeah. But um, unless they're just quiet, not, please stay quiet if you have opinion. <laughs> my, my it business. is hard because I don't care what you say about me. I don't care at all. But if you ever say anything about my daughter or anything about my family, the mama bear will come out and I won't be that nice person that you think I am. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. It's like you can you know, people can hate on me or whatever, but I do feel that way. Like, do not mess with my husband or my daughter or I'll kill, no. I'll kill a bitch. Oh gosh. I have no shame. I have no, absolutely. That is one thing that I, you know, I'm, if we're going to be nice enough, you know, you, I, uh, Aaron, all of us like to put our family life out there, like, you know, we're sharing a big part of our life, you know, with you. And so if you like come back and attack us and talk about her, you know, it's easy to unfollow or just not look. Right. So the fact that you're looking and wanting to know, it's like, wow, how bad does someone, you know, how bad is your life? Like get to, yeah, it's so weird. I mean, I absolutely, I, I love Instagram for reasons of not being able to see all my friends all the time or, you know, just yeah. to see what's going on in life. And I've bought so many things off Instagram. Like, I mean, <laughs> having a, yeah. So it, it's, it's like, yeah, it's a blessing and a curse, but you know, I am, I am grateful for it. So tell me about your husband. Where did you guys meet? When did you decide to have a family? I met my husband. Um, we've been together. It'll be 14 years in August. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah, so I, I met him pretty much the year I posed for Playboy. Yeah, I was going to say. Was, say it, even month. was it before or after you It was you so hard for him. He never knew. I, like, did it and didn't come out yet. Oh, I see. So, when I, so he was a – he is a Midwest boy. He's from um, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And he was out here looking at homes. He owns a construction company and he was looking to flip a home in LA that he was looking at. And I actually met him at Baja Fresh. Very close. <laughs> yep. And I was just there and he was there and he kind of hit on me and he asked me for my number. And I, I gave everyone my number at the time. I was 20. So, you know, I gave him my number and uh, yeah. And he would, you know, contact you when he was back in town or because I mean, he lived in actually at this time he was in Chicago he went from Minnesota to Chicago, so he wasn't living in L.A. whatsoever. And uh, he came back, you know, a couple months later in town, and he kept hitting me up. And he was like, oh, my gosh, he thought I was, like, the biggest flake. And I was like, no, I was 20. You know what I mean? I didn't think I was going to meet the man I was going to marry. Right. The, and after our first date, I will – yeah, it was inseparable since then. He mm-hmm. One of the houses he bought to flip, he ended up fixing it and uh, uh, living in it. So, yeah, I mean, it's been oh, – it's wow. almost – years we've been married almost 10 and we've always wanted a family but you know our, he wanted like since he did meet me so young he's four years older and he was like okay I kind of want you to you know you got to still have your fun do your thing he was so supportive and it, I think that's what makes our marriage so strong is that he um just supported me and everything I did I supported him you know we had the fun together you know we were able to do it separate we I mean it was just a really good balance you know and I got he proposed to me I think three three years into dating and then we got married at four and a half years or four years. Yeah. And it'll be 10 years this May. Oh my gosh. May what? 
17th. Oh my gosh, mine is May 5th. Oh, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Although we did not do anything like margaritas or anything in our wedding. And I'm like, in retrospect, we probably should have uh, since we chose May 5th. But um, yeah, <laughs> oh, we'll all be I cared about was forever. an open bar at my wedding. Oh. I was 24. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I was like, bring <laughs> Did you say he's from Minnesota? Yeah, Stillwater, Minnesota. Oh my gosh, my husband is from, his whole family is all up in Minnesota. Like we just went there. Oh gosh, I guess it's been a little over a year now to visit everybody up there. But they're like from the Roseville area. Yeah. Um, I'm not that familiar with with it too much, but um, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, it seems like there's we meet so many great people from Minnesota, and I oh always want to talk amazing. like this. <laughs> Oh, my, I absolutely love going back there. I love that. I'm from LA and I love the Midwest. The people are just so amazing. Uh, his family's awesome. I mean, it's, we actually own a lake home there. So oh, we bought it last nice. summer. So we spent a lot of time in the summer up there. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and tell me you, I think when we were, um, when we were having lunch, you had mentioned, um, you talked a little bit about your, uh, radio show. Was it a pot more of a podcast or a radio show? It was a radio show. I did it for seven years on Sirius yeah. XM. And do you and, want to do that again or? You know, I had a really good time doing it. It was another, you know, Playboy involvement. It was Playboy Radio. And my host was the uh, Bachelor Bob Guinea. And him and I just, it was called Happy Playboy's Happy Hour. And we I had the best time on it. It was five days a week, <clears throat> talk radio, two hours a day. It was fantastic. I love it. And, you know, him and I had a great chemistry and, you know, we had a beautiful studio and it's something that, you know, it was great at the time and I put seven years into it. But right now I don't see myself going back to something, you know, five days a week and, you know, my life's a little different. I don't necessarily would probably go back to Playboy Radio. Well, it's not even <laughs> Sirius XM and Playboy Radio. They parted ways and that's when I kind of ended it as well. Oh, I see. So, yeah. So, but I mean, it was a great time and I had some of the best memories doing that show and I absolutely love, love radio. We got to meet some amazing people. One of my, we had a week of co-hosts, you know, when my regular co-host was out of town and my favorite was, um, wow, he was my favorite and I can't remember his name. Oh no. <laughs> that is awful. That happens to me all the time. I'll literally be like, oh my God, I love this so much. And then it'll fall out of my brain and I'm like, what's wrong with me? Oh, I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm tired all the time. I get it. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I'm pregnant. Can I blame it on pregnancy? <clears throat> you but totally I can. I talk about him all the time because it was just <laughs> such a great, like, I, we didn't mesh at first, but then we did. It was just so like magical. And I'm sure you can kind of get that. Like when you just have someone come in and you, you couldn't make it work at first and then it just went, you know, Oh, it, went, it was so great. Um, <laughs> if you want to think, you can think about it and then let me know. <laughs> That's awful. Oh my gosh. I see it all the time. Totally blame it on baby brain. Totally blame oh, it on baby, baby brain. Toddler crazy. Right. Oh my gosh. All of it. Um, so I want to ask you too, like what. Andrew you- Dixley. What is it? Oh, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love him. Yeah. He's so funny. That's some old school comedian right there. Like, Yeah, but it was just when they said that was my co-host of the day, I was like, really? Oh, my gosh. All right. And then he comes in. He didn't think I could do, you know, he, he didn't think he, I would uh, keep up, I guess. And oh, it was yeah. just, it was great. But, yeah, he was oh, fantastic. Good. Oh, that's so nice. Well, I want to know then what do you want to do next? Like, you've done hosting. You've done acting. Uh, you've done radio. So, I know you've got a baby on the way, so you're probably, you know, maybe not so focused on career or maybe you are. I don't know. What what do you want to do next? You know, I, I love to keep busy. You know, I definitely love, you know, being there for my daughter and obviously the next one. But it's nice to just have my own thing kind of going, too. And I also want to teach her, like, you know, 
it doesn't just stop. Like I, I want to show her that, you know, you can work hard and, and that's what I've been doing since, you know, I was like 18 years old, like nonstop. So I don't really know any difference. So I'll continue to work. I do have a baby line with a uh, Phoenix cosmetics. Oh, cool! It's called uh, nurtured by Phoenix. It's an all organic USA cruelty free made. I absolutely love working with them. So we're, um, just had a meeting this morning. We're changing, you know, the labeling and the packaging, kind of revamping it. And um, then sixth season of Kendra on Top airs in June on WeTV. So I'm wrapping up um, filming that, which we have another like month left into that. And they're fantastic because I have been on the show for so long. It's been my sixth year, sixth season. So they work really good around me and my baby schedule. And, you know, it's just... Now, what it's we see on that show between you and Kendra is genuine. You guys are genuinely just best friends, right? We are. I'm, I'm the godmother of her child. Um, we've been through so much. You know, she's one that, you know, has really evolved coming out of Playboy. She's a great wife. She's a good mother. That girl works harder than anyone I know. And she just, you know what, she's, she's one that I look up to because I can see, you know, her, she'll get some scrutiny or she'll get whatever, but she just she realizes what's important and that's her family. And she doesn't let anyone bring her down. And that girl just keeps on going, 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 which is why she's had the success of 13 years on reality TV. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you think you would want to do a reality show around your life? Like specifically no. just you? No, <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> no, not. you know, if it was more of like, you know, like, you know, a how to, or, I mean, my husband is very, you know, he, he likes our kind of quiet life. You know, we're just right outside of LA and he's just, he's so content with what he does and, you know, his family, he didn't, wouldn't want it to be put out there. And, and that's fine. Cause neither would I, to be honest, I, I think what we have is just something, you know, so good that I don't want to ever try to jeopardize or any temptation, anything. I just, it's a good thing. And, you know, I, I don't mind being on a reality show, which I have been because you know, I am, I am playing exactly who I am. It's not a role. I'm, I'm Kendra's best friend. I am in her life. I am the voice of reason for many things in her life. And that's fine. My husband will pop in and out. So will Sophie. But other than that, we're, pr- we're pretty good. You know, if it was maybe like a how-to or construction or like design, something, you know, not really based on our life then yeah, we'd probably be up for it. I'm excited to see what you do do next, what you decide to do next. I know you're focusing on um, the baby next. I'm going to say girl. I think it's another girl. I'm just going to guess. You, do. Uh, you uh, do too. Do you have a feeling? No, you know, everyone's like, Oh, I have, I, I don't. Cause this, it's so different from the first pregnancy. And yeah. then I, every time I say, Oh, I think it's this. And someone would be like, Nope, you have acne. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, yeah. You're having a girl. I'm like, Oh, Girls take away your beauty. I'm like, whatever. I'm so you know, over somebody it. Somebody tried to tell me that too. Like, girls will take away all your beauty, and I was like, um, I look gorgeous. I'm still pregnant, but I look gorgeous. So I don't. I think I look, yeah, I thought I looked good when I was pregnant. <laughs> with I was like, damn, don't bring me down. Right, exactly. Um, well, this has really been wonderful, and I'm so glad I got a chance to get to know you a little bit better. And like I said, when I told Aaron and Vina I was interviewing you, they were like, Oh my god, we love Jessica. Oh, um, they're amazing. <laughs> they're such good. I, they're good moms to be around. You know, it's, it's rare to find those really good, true, real moms. Yeah. And yeah, that's definitely in them. You would talk about best friends. Like they're some of my best friends in the mom world. And I just, um, yeah, it's nice. And it's important to have good mom friends. A hundred percent. And I didn't realize that until obviously becoming a mom. And yeah, it's, I don't have many friends that have kids just yet. So it's, um, it's a hard transition, it you know, a huge you, you difference. Look on, you'll scroll down Instagram and be like, I'll go to my husband. They were at Happy Hour and they didn't invite me. He goes, you're pregnant. It's fine. You don't have to be invited to everything, Jessica. <laughs> like, yes, I do. He goes, would you go? And I, 
no. And he goes, get over it. <laughs> it's just that you just want to be invited. That's all. 100%. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. And you guys, I'm going to post a bunch of information about Jessica on my website, motherhoodandhollywood.com, as well as where you can follow her on Instagram and Twitter. And Jessica, you have a website too? I do. I actually started on one called sleeplessmom.com. Perfect. <laughs> sleeplessmom.com. Okay. I'm going to put links up to um, all of those places where you can find out more about Jessica and follow her baby number two adventure. Um, and uh, yeah, that'll all be up on motherhoodandhollywood.com. Thank you again, Jessica. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Mama funny. Balls.